0: Driving on night man's wet on
2: musical intervals with the mantra. The pronunciation has been explained in the textual version. <laughs>
3: if you're listening live to catch a movie on YouTube with Mike and Carl
0: the two
2: the next mantra that I'd like to share with you comes from the
4: And then this
5: is the found round sound show. Happy Halloween.
4: For Halloween that year, the year my sister was two, I dressed up as the Headless Horseman. Before, I'd only ever been ghosts and fat ladies, both of which were easy. All you needed was a sheet and a lot of talcum powder, or a dress and a hat and some padding. But this year would be the last one I'd ever be able to disguise myself, or so I believed. I was getting too old for it. I was almost finished with being 13, and so I felt the urge to make a special effort. Halloween was my best holiday. Why did I like it so much? Perhaps because I could take time off from being myself, or from the impersonation of myself, I was finding it increasingly expedient, but also increasingly burdensome to perform in public. I got the Headless Horseman idea
2: from a story we'd read in school. In the story, the Headless Horseman was a grisly legend and also a joke, and that was the effect I was aiming for. I thought everyone would be familiar with this figure. If I'd studied a thing in school, I assumed it was general knowledge. I hadn't yet discovered that I lived in a sort of transparent balloon, drifting over the world without making much contact with it and that the people I knew appeared to me at a different angle from the one at which they appeared to themselves, and that the reverse was also true.
4: I was smaller to others up there in my balloon than I was to myself. I was also blurrier. I had an image of how the headless horseman was supposed to look. He was said
2: to ride around at night with nothing on top of his shoulders but a neck his head held in one arm, the eyes fixing the horrified viewer in a ghastly glare. I made the head out of papier-mâché using strips of newspaper soaked in a flour and water paste I cooked myself, as per the instructions in The Rainy Day Book of Hobbies. Earlier in my life, long ago, at least two years ago, I'd had a wistful desire to make all the things suggested in this book. Animals twisted out of pipe cleaners, balsa wood boats that would whiz around when you dropped cooking oil into a hole in the middle, and a tractor thing put together out of an empty thread spool, two matchsticks, and a rubber band. But somehow I could never find the right materials in our house. Cooking up paste glue was simple, however. All you needed was flour and water. Then you simmered and stirred until the paste was translucent. The lumps didn't matter. You could squeeze them out later. The glue got quite hard when it was dry, and I realized the next morning that I should have filled the pot with water after using it. My mother always said, a good cook does her own dishes. But then I reflected, glue was not real cooking. The head came out too square. I squashed it at the top to make it more like a head, then left it down by the furnace to dry. The drying took longer than I'd planned, and during the process, the nose shrank and the head began to smell funny. I could see that I should have spent more time on the chin, but it was too late to add on to it. When the head was dry enough,
4: at least on the outside, I painted it what I hoped was a flesh color, a wishy-washy bathrobe pink, and
2: then I painted two very white eyeballs with black pupils. The eyes came out a little crossed, but it couldn't be helped. I didn't want to make the eyeballs gray by fooling around with the black pupils on the damp white paint. I added dark circles under the eyes, and black eyebrows, and black enamel hair that appeared to have been slicked down with brilliantine. I painted a red mouth with a trickle of shiny enamel blood coming down from one corner. I'd taken care to put a neck stub on the bottom of the head, and I painted this red for where the head had been severed, with a white circle in the middle of the bottom part for the neck bone. The body of the horseman took some thought. I made a cape out of a piece of black fabric left over from a now obsolete puppet stage of mine, gathering it at the neck end, designed to sit on top of my head and sewing buttons down the front and cutting two inconspicuous holes at eye level so I'd be able to see out. I borrowed my mother's jodhpurs and riding boots, left over from before she was married. She hadn't ridden a horse since her wedding day. She was in the habit of saying, proudly or regretfully. Probably it was both. But I didn't pay much attention to my mother's tone of voice then. I had to tune it out in order to charge full speed ahead with what I myself was doing. The riding boots were too big, but I made up for that with hockey socks. I safety pinned the jodhpurs around the waist to keep them from falling down. I got hold of some black winter gloves and improvised a horsewhip out of a stick and a piece of leather I'd scrounged from the box of archery materials. Archery had once been popular with my father and then with my brother, but my father had given it up and the box had been abandoned in the trunk room in the cellar now that my brother had to study so much. I tried on the entire outfit in front of my mirror with the head held in the crook of my arm. I could scarcely see myself through the eye holes, but the dark shape looming in the glass with two sinister eyeballs staring out balefully from somewhere near the elbow looked pretty good to me. On the night itself, I groped my way out the door and joined my best friend of the moment, whose name was Annie. Annie had done herself up as Raggedy Ann, complete with a wig of red wool braids. We'd taken flashlights, but Annie had to hold my arm to guide me through the darker patches of the night, which were numerous in the badly lit suburb we were traversing. I should have made the eye holes bigger. We went from door to door shouting, Shell out! Shell out! and collecting popcorn balls and candy apples and licorice twists and the Halloween toffees wrapped in in orange and black waxed paper with designs of pumpkins and bats on them, of which I was especially fond. I loved the sensation of prowling abroad in the darkness, of being unseen, unknown, potentially terrifying, though all the time retaining underneath my own harmless, mundane, and dutiful self. There was a full moon, I think. There ought to have been one. The air was crisp. There were fallen leaves. Jack-o'-lanterns burned on the porches, giving off the exciting odor of singed pumpkin. Everything was as I'd imagined it beforehand, though already I felt it slipping away from me. I was too old. That was the problem. Halloween was for little children. I'd grown beyond it. I was looking down on it from my balloon. Now that I'd arrived at the moment I'd planned for, I couldn't remember why I'd gone to all that trouble. I was disappointed, too, at the response of the adults who answered the doors. Everyone knew who my friend Annie was portraying. Raggedy Annie, they cried with delight. They even got the pun. But to me, they said, And who are you supposed to be? My cape had a muffling effect, so I often had to repeat the answer twice. The headless horseman. The headless what? Then, What's that you're holding? They would go on to say. It's the head of the headless horseman. Oh, yes, I see. The head would then be admired, though in the overdone way adults had of admiring a thing when they secretly thought it was inept and laughable. It didn't occur to me that if I'd wanted my costume to be understood immediately, I should have chosen something more obvious. However, there was one member of the audience who'd been suitably impressed. It was my little sister, who hadn't yet gone to bed when I'd made my way through the living room en route to the door. She'd taken one look at the shambling black torso and the big boots and the shiny-haired, frowning, bodiless head and had begun to scream. She'd screamed and screamed and hadn't been reassured when I'd lifted up the cape to show that it was really only me underneath.
6: Latin dudes to jazz, boys and girls.
5: Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: no
2: You've just had
7: a heavy session of electroshock therapy and you're more relaxed than you've been in weeks. All those childhood traumas magically wiped away along with most of your personality. Now is the time. Time for Spud.
8: Spud! Filled with the full rich flavor of potatoes. Spud, the beer brewed for people who can't taste the difference. When you say Spud, just put your mind on hold. You wash your toe, and open on coat, refreshing spud. Just watch your life go by. Thank you.
9: Psychological test, we always do here. It's just a word association. I'll uh, throw you out a few words. Uh, anything that comes to your mind, just throw back at me, okay? It's just kind of an arbitrary thing. Like if I said
7: dog, you'd say tree, tree. <laughs>
8: White trash. <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. That might be him now. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Coming! Hi, Michael.
10: Hi, Ann. I
2: just made some martinis just the way you like them. Oh, great. Did I just hear a shot?
10: Yeah. It's a funny thing. I was walking up the driveway, and uh, my gun kind of went off accidentally, and I shot a rabbit. (laughs) He was digging up your garden. Yeah.
2: Michael? Yeah. That wasn't a rabbit. That, that was Skippy.
0: Man, I'm terribly sorry. No
2: I... problem, Michael. No problem. He w- was getting old anyway. sure? My garden dog age, he was close to seven. Oh. <laughs>
5: Sit down, Michael. Oh, I forgot
10: to ask. How did duck hunting go? Oh, well, it's not really duck hunting. But, well, it's kind of deer hunting, even though I didn't shoot a thing. I am getting better. <laughs> I you're qualified for this job. How uh, about a starting salary of $5,000? Your mama.
0: Uh, $7,500 a year. Your
10: grandma.
0: $15,000, Mr. Wilson. You'll be the highest paid janitor in America. Just don't, don't hurt
10: me, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you want me to start now? Oh, no, no, no. It's all right. I'll clean all this up. I'll take a couple of weeks off. You look tired. <laughs>
1: black they have a a van parking (laughs) (laughs)
9: Man up, up,
0: Red heart, huh? yes, yeah,
11: you got up a sail on me. Mean. Yes, yeah, she got up and yeah. Hot the mother than the red heart, huh? Yeah, she got on a sail. Hot the mother than the red heart, huh? Yeah, she got on the
0: too hot for the billy goes back and the bone be near. Ever since daddy he can't take you red, yeah. Hot the mother than the red heart. Huh? Yeah, you got up a sail going to put your in to sleep, I'll do the bread where you're living there, you're hard to be, by bye Hot mother has got the red heart, yes, she got on the sale, I mean, yes, she got on the sale, yeah. Hot has got the red heart, yes, she got on the sale. Hot has got the red heart, yes, she got on the sale. That's when I'm crying for too Well, I wonder what in the world we sure truly gonna do Hot to the mother than the red heart Yes, yeah, she got on the sale, I mean yes, yeah, she got on the sale Hot to the mother than the red heart Yes, yeah, she got on the sale Hot to the mother than the red heart Yes, yeah, she got on the sale be bought a V8 for the P-8-4, where we bought that thing all on the running moon, yes. Hot the mother than the red heart. Yes, she got up for sale, I mean. Yes, she got up for sale, yes. Hot the mother than the red heart. Yes, she got up for sale, it's too hard for the mother than the red heart. Yes, not she got up for sale. Out there playing in the grave with a monster, of a oh, good, yes. Yeah, the mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she for sale. I mean, yes, yeah, she got the, sale. Yeah. the mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got for sale. The mother than the red yes, yeah, she for
5: Long that one's for you,
6: Cecil and Virginia Ramos. Take a breath, take a
7: breath. A smell, sniff a sniff, and take a breath. You can move your feet to you walk, and you use your tongue to talk, but your mouth and nose are waiting. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. Smell a smell, sniff a sniff, and take a breath. You can move your teeth to you chew, but your face is turning blue. Get some air inside of you. Just take a breath you never think of breathing though you do it all day long you even have to breathe to sing this silly little song you got to take a breath before you try to blow a bubble and if you stop your breathing you got big
5: big trouble
7: so take a good deep breath a breath smell a smell sniff a sniff and take a breath there are many ways to play but you're growing every day and you need your ventilation take a breath you've got to do your breathing take a breath
6: A man that played a steel guitar. He said that you don't need him to be moved eight to the bar. He brought his amplifier and he hitched it in my plug. He planked it and he plunked it, but it just wasn't good enough. Cause I need my daddy, need my daddy. With that big, long, sliding thing. Well, then a knock came at my door. I said, hmm, my daddy's back. I opened up the door, and there stood Piano Jack. He said, I came to do some tinkling on your piano keys i said don't make me nervous this ain't no time to tease just send me my
10: She used to bring me my, my newspaper. You don't even know where he said She knew where it was at.
0: She used to keep me so contented. But I can't teach a doctor to that. I'm gonna
7: buy me a dog. You can't teach a doctor to that. You can only train
1: Sprouts 17 dead. Blackest black South Africa. Camera, action, blood and shoes. Remember the mountains of shoes, the commemoration of 69 slain in Sharpville. The militia swarms down on the marches, the township and disenfranchised children become. Angry bands of roving youth throwing rocks and epithets at billy clubs, automatic machine gun, tanks, cannon. It's sanctioned slaughter. Two cops transform a protestor's head into mulch on the 6 o'clock news. Within minutes, the patriarch of America 2 appears via satellite. Will he increase his hardline policy towards South Africa? No. The situation apartheid is deplored by all, but these were rioters, and some of the police who stopped the violence were black. Video pornography pious he blames the slave for slavery, whitewashes, and soft-pedals genocide. I'm out of my senses. Split, splab, home of the lynch mob, land of the vigilante, World War II is now taking place an economic holocaust. Who remembers Mary Smokes? Who remembers wounded me? Who remembers the night of the long knives? Kent State, Jackson State, Attica, the Greensboro Fives, Geronimo. In 1819, I was stoned to death in the streets of Philadelphia by three white women. Who am I? Hello. love for months later. I am fighting to stay in the classroom, no opened mind. I'm teaching Lord of the Flies, telling the youth about Manson and Jim Jones's Temple of Doom, sympathy for the devil, Altamont, Hell's Angels. And this girl looks up to me and says, Are you making this up? Tim, who remembers the tongue of the man who has no tongue?
11: all that shit No place to go Bottomless heart So big that everything just gets lost in there If it never comes out That's okay by me And on the other side mission.